Hello, hello. Welcome back to another podcast. Yes, you all. Let's let those notifications go on out. Remember, CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast is just on the YouTube channel at this time. Okay, we did this when they opened up the wonderful opportunity. Yes, everybody. So, as usual, while those notifications are going out, y'all know, you know, for those of you who know, been around for a while, you know how we do things. Uh-huh, yep. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast, streaming on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Oh. Yeah, there you go. See, sound check. All good. I know today is, uh, yeah, whatever, man, tradition. I don't care. Okay, so, for those who don't know, I don't celebrate these things anymore. Okay, I'm just going to tell you. Because, you know, I've had some nice people ask, though, too, which is nice, we're in the area that we're in, all right? So we are going to cover observation of these narcs in their natural environment. But that's how we get confirmation of things that we sense in the spiritual. So we're going to dive into that a bit, okay? That's right. Because it's important. It, it really is. In God's reality, we got to do what we got to do. And let God reveal what God got to reveal. Right? There you go. Okay, so I wanted to get on here and go ahead and give you all some things. Once we start to sense something is off, right, in the spiritual, before we knew what it was, right? Remember how we used to be able to sense certain things, but we used to just look at it as, oh, that was weird. Or whatever, right? Before God awakened us to and from all of that. And then some of us went down the rabbit hole. We learned about the world stage. We understand better about the narcissistic matrix. Remember, y'all, a matrix is a control system. And that's what we see with these narcissistic abusers as they continue to stay mm -hmm, perfectly programmed, asleep, and conform to this world. So we realized that, okie dokie, <laughs> we got to leave them there. And keep on keeping on. Figure out what it is God called us to do and getting our purpose and do the trauma healing and the spiritual growth, getting closer to God, getting over that rainbow, and then seeking truth, God's truth, God's spiritual truth. And so this is one of many of them. And it also ties in with uh, the truth that you'll find this in uh, sociology and psychology and some other uh, subjects, okay? That when you, we observe a person in their natural environment, they're less likely going to be able to hide in plain sight their demon spirits. Now we bring the spiritual in, okay? Because that's really a big part because we will sense it. And I'll go ahead and share with you all that I believe that true blue chosen one, yeah, it takes a while to develop and I do believe that's where many of us are right now in the process on this journey where because we have the ability to pick up on, on these things in the physical. Like if we are observing the narcissistic abuser, you know, let's say we have our, our um, yeah, our suspicion, so to speak, and it's only been virtual. And so we had to, that's a bit more challenging. So we had to take on a case study and, and go and observe them in their natural environment. Okay, so we seize the opportunity to do that and get our confirmation now since that has occurred 
God is going to, for many of us, that that may have happened to, okay, hello, and how we had to get that confirmation after observing them in their natural environment. So once we did that, it's like, okay, now God is going to be able to sharpen our discernment for the virtual aspect because we're going to have to have that so that that doesn't have to take place again. So now the biggest lesson learned there would be, okay, if we're sensing it in the spiritual and something's starting to feel off, because I will go ahead and tell you, you know, look, the Jezebels out here that know how to put on a good show, they do. Okay, and so we were operating under a one chance rule, right? Okay, that's pretty much what we get to. It's you know, a one chance rule. Well, now the new boundary with that is only at the professional level is that one chance rule applied. Because we're going to sense it and we're going to see. And I'll share real quick. I ran into someone out and about and at first, okay, when they first looked at me, it was with a high level of skepticism until they met my eyes and they softened up a little bit. That let me know that person, mm-hmm, is, yep, has been traumatized. So that's how we, we can pick this stuff up in the spiritual. True blue chosen one, that is. And so I was like, okay. But that's not how these Jezebels will come across our path. They will come across our path. Watch out. Again, you all, for those who need it, this is the truth. Watch out for the being too chipper. Especially as a grown adult. Okay, because no one's that dang happy. <laughs> okay, because it just looks fake. And so we, we do start to, to pick up on it. And so... What started happening was those of us who have made it over that rainbow, those of us who are fully healed, we know the trauma healing process, not just from the experience, but also those of us who are trained trauma specialists. Okay, yes. For those who don't know, I have gotten my trauma training through the Arizona Trauma Institute. And so I got the notes. I kept my notes to refer back to. And so we understand what's going on, not just from that, but from our forensic toxicology degree as well, fine-tuned and, and, and tweak here, you know? Like, all right, now we know why the trauma bond is just like a drug addiction, things like that. All right, it's because of that training as well. So we're able to connect up. I can bring this to you all, okay? So you won't be in the dark. Remember, God said he will not have us ignorant. Mm. Right, and there is some earthly knowledge within the realm of science, basic scientific facts that fit, okay, between the physical and the spiritual, that balance, okay? When you see that balance between the spiritual and the physical, you will not see truth lie. That's a huge accomplishment right there. When you reach that, you'll keep on keeping on. You'll be able to, you won't get truth mixed with lies. And you'll be able to detect the truth mixed with lies that are out there in the fallen Babylonian narcissistic matrix. And so observing these narcissistic abusers in their natural environment, whether it be at home or at work, 
I got a lot of case studies from two toxic workplaces. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> and then of course, one, two, two, three. Yeah, at least two that I can recall right offhand in the online world. And then two, three, four, oh gosh, five, six, seven, eight, at least eight in the, in the home, natural environment in the home. So we've got a lot of observation. Because like I said, when you observe them in their natural environment, they're not going to be able to keep up that facade at all. Mm -mm, not like they would be able to in the virtual world. You see, this is the thing. The enemy knows that the virtual world does make it a little bit easier for some of these narcissistic abusers to uh, continue to pull the wool over the eyes of the uh, unsuspecting, so to speak. But those of us who are trained and who are no longer unsuspecting, we eventually are going to catch on even in the online world. And that's what started to happen with that recent case study that got closed. Okay. Is that I started to notice because we know the trauma healing process. We know it's not going to be the same amount of time for everybody. No, but we do know there are certain specifics and this comes from the training and experience combined. Okay. That we do know there are some things within at least the first three to four months some things that are quickly overcome so if it gets to be nine ten months down the road and that alleged survivor has not overcome those specific criteria yet that's definitely set my radar off so it was roughly around the fifth month uh the fifth month okay where i was starting to go hmm Okay, what are we dealing with here? All right. So slowly but surely, I did not ignore the intuition. No, 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 no. God was guiding my step. I was taking notes. Yes, sometimes you all, it's true. Sometimes we have to act the fool to let the fool think they're fooling up. That's huge, right? It's not being deceptive. It's taking notes so that we can get the confirmation. Is that person really serious? about healing from the trauma. Well, we now know that they're not and that they are a Jezebel. We know that now. We saw the snake pupils. Absolutely. Yep. And God brought to our remembrance, our forensic training, which is also a gift, talent, we're not to be sitting on. So that, you know, sometimes y'all got to really look, think outside the box, okay, when we do things the way God has us do them. And a lot of times it is it's to bring things to our remembrance about ourselves because we're not supposed to sit on our talent and gifts. And see, this would be another reason why the enemy really does not like it when God's true chosen ones do start walking in their purpose because the enemy knows that God's going to bring a lot more to our remembrance because true blue chosen ones wear many hats. Okay, or multi-talented. Mm-hmm. That's why we can multitask. That's right. That's why we've got the ability. Because with God, all things are possible. But we've also got training and skill sets that we picked up along the way that God needed us to have. And so we're not sit on that stuff. Uh-uh. Because it's all in us for a reason. So that 
were to help. So, for example, to help y'all put it in perspective, that's exactly why we went and did that. Observing them in their natural environment to get that confirmation that I needed. Because I was sensing the things in the spiritual. And then also noticing, okay, hold on a second. So this person is not over these very specific criteria. And I'm not going to divulge those. And y'all know why. Use yourself thinking. Because if I, if I divulge with those very specific criteria, a lot of y'all know which ones I'm talking You know what I'm talking about. There's very specific criteria. Okay, there's a few things, like a few fleas, okay, that should, within the first three to four months, be overcome because they're low level, very low level, right? They should be overcome, right, by that time. Other things take a little bit longer, yes. Okay, we understand that too. But for many of us through the experience, but uh, yeah. That first three to four months, there was a few specific criteria. And if nine months later, the alleged survivor is still hanging on to that, yeah, that's a, mm, 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 not jiving. Right? It, that basically tells us at that point that they want to hang on to that. They want to hang on to those. Well, why would they want to hang on to those? That's the big question right there, right? So now we know. Because the Jezebel, remember y'all, Jezebels are the most difficult to be delivered. Because they are the ones who want to hang on to all their negative emotion. Okay, they want to hang on to all. Because they have all the demon spirit. They got the whole enchilada if they're a Jezebel. And so sometimes we have to go and observe in their natural environment for that to actually become more evident. Okay, so to put this in perspective, because that's how we got the confirmation, because that specific criteria within the first few months that should have been overcome with trauma healing, but nine months later, eight, nine months later, still not overcome, that lets us know they don't want to let go of it. So why would they want to hang on to it? Because only a Jezebel would want to do that. Let us know they're not serious about healing from the trauma. That's right. And it also lets us know that they've been putting on a show the whole time. Trying to mock God. Well, be not deceived. God is not mocked. We're told that for a reason. In Galatians 6, verse 9. Shall we visit that? Yes, let's do that right now. We shall visit that right now. Mm -hmm. Because it's very, very important. Because... Every time they try to mock God, oh, you better believe it. God will take care of them. <laughs> he always does. Yep. Because that is, God is. Nope. Galatians 6, 7. There we go. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Verse 9 reminds us not to be weary in well-doing. Okay, but yeah, it's Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Okay, so be not deceived because God is not mocked. So when these narcissistic abusers and Jezebel, yep, try to do that, it mocks God, it boomerangs, they're actually mocking themselves. Let that sink in. This is something that we learn about. Okay, 
in God's reality and the spiritual awakening, as we can observe them more in their natural environment, get confirmation of the things that we sense in the spiritual. That's how it works. And then eventually, God will have us be able to pick up on all that we need to pick up on virtually. Because like I said earlier on, for those who are just now joining us, that in the virtual world, okay, it can be a little bit more challenging to get confirmation when you're starting to send things in the spiritual that are off. And so sometimes God will, and that's what he did with us with that previous case study. And so he had us go in the physical so we could observe and it didn't take long. Oh no, <laughs> it did not take long to get the confirmation. And then God also needed me to see the snake people in real time. So now that that has been accomplished and all of that, like, okay, we see what we need to see, we made the connection. And said so that we knew that that whole time that the Jezebel was just trying to mock God, waste God's time, was hindering the ministry and the work. Uh-huh. God needed me to see that. That they were not, they were appear putting on the appearance as though they were helping when they were actually hindering. Remember, narcissistic abusers are a hindrance, not a help. And so that's why God said, I need you to close this case now because boom. Okay. <laughs> you know, God was like, uh, yeah, we gotta get this rolling. All right. So I need you to close this. So that's how God works. And he did that pretty suddenly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, because remember, God does something suddenly like that. So he had us get down there, observe what we needed to observe, and then we got back out. God God already had it all planned out for us to get back out. He just needed us to gather that last bit of data to bring it to you all to know that, okay, that's another flavor of a Jezebel. All right, got it, got it. All right, we good. Lesson learned there. And not only that, you know, it's like, hey, uh, turning things over to case studies, <laughs> and I said things, yes, I did, right, the demonically possessed biological beings are things, uh, you know, turning them over to case studies, you know, it's sometimes it's what we have to do, because that's how God's going to reveal what he needs us to see, so we don't miss it again going forward. So now, the biggest lesson, and I've been big on this here lately. And so I'm going to bring it to you all as well. For those who may have seen this, and if you have not yet in the spiritual, this is something you do not want to ignore. Okay, y'all know the Cheshire Cat Grin, right? You've seen Alice in Wonderland. Okay, well, this case study that just got closed had a slightly different flavor of, well, after all, they were a different flavor of a Jesse. And I remember asking God, when I was getting photos with this case study smiling all the time. And I thought to myself, that resembles, that somewhat resembles the Cheshire Cat Grin, does it not? But because it was a little different than the one I had seen on an older Jezebel, because that one was more like um, dark and gloomy. So I hadn't yet, this is another thing that God needed to reveal to me. This is another thing that I had yet to see besides the snake pupils. So I was like, but I said, it does, it resembles the Cheshire Cat Grin, but just like kind of in a different way. So I was like, uh, I'm not too sure yet in the spiritual. Well, now we are. And so I can bring it to you all that if you in the, you're seeing in the spiritual and if you see a smile that resembles and it's going to be really wide like the Cheshire Cat, 
Look, look at the pictures again, okay? It could be really, really wide. I mean, abnormally wide. And you can see it in spiritual. Many of y'all know what I'm talking about. Right? We don't ignore that anymore. That's right. That was the big, because that lets us know if they've got that grin, that means they've got the snake pupil. And from such, we turn away. We don't have to do anything else. If they show us a Cheshire cat grin like that, then we know what we're dealing with. And that's a Jezebel. One of the quickest and easiest ways to identify them in the spiritual is through that Cheshire cat grin and also the evil eye. And I'm going to tell you, that case study, y'all, was real careful not to get, giving me the sideways glances, yes, but real careful not to give me the evil eye. But I had already pegged on other things what that case study was prior to because of the action not matching word for one big time and then the realization of them actually causing a slight case of chaos and drama mm -hmm. i realized that they were responsible for that and then i also learned of the this is what happened when we observed them in their natural environment I actually got to see a different type of doom and gloom facial expression. Because I was wondering about that. And I don't want to say, because I, I know that there are some substances that will cause a uh, reaction of, of what would be considered droopy eyes. So I don't like that term because it doesn't really fit this here. It was more of a, um, there was just nothing there. You know what I'm saying? There was just nothing there in the eye. Nothing there at all. And a very, very uh, expressionless face. Or like an eeriness. So it was a different form of the doom and gloom facial expression that I had seen on others. So see, that's what I'm saying. God just needed me to see the different flavor. That's all. And now I can bring this information to you all. And so if you do find yourself having the opportunity to do the observation in their natural environment, that's what you want. Because if you're sensing it in the spiritual, it's like, okay, but you need confirmation because there are, listen, it takes a little how to sort through this. Listen, we're on this journey together. We're learning this stuff together, okay? Yeah, it's all about iron sharpening iron as we're supposed to be doing. And I know the enemy, listen, y'all, the enemy can't stand the fact that there's several of us out here who are voicing this and articulating exactly what's going on in the spiritual. But I'll tell you this, those who are meant to receive it will receive it. Those who are not meant to receive it will not. You see, never forget. Here's a caveat or a nuance, if you will. The narcissistic abusers, the human host, they don't get it going to go over their head, all of it, God's spiritual truth and everything. But their demon spirits, their demon spirits will understand everything that we are saying regarding God's spiritual truth. Their demon spirits know it. And I'll share with you all also when I was observing them in their natural environment and they couldn't get an emotional read on me because my empathy switch was off. God took care of that. And so I was like, okay. And that would be another reason why they didn't know how to act. And they did try to mirror me. I did catch up. Uh-huh. I caught on to that. That's what I meant to say, caught on. I caught on to that one. 
and then the frequent gift giving. I started getting very suspicious about that too. Cause you know, we all know about love bombing, right? So they, would do, they were doing it in subtle ways. Like, okay, okay, okay. And then here's the other piece. Okay, a little bit of a bonus for you all from that case study is that all from observing them in their natural environment, I was trying to make it extremely difficult for me to be able to keep getting up here and serving you all. Oh yeah, coming up with excuses why I couldn't do it there, excuses why I wouldn't be able to do it there, excuses why what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know the pattern quite well, don't we? I was like, okay, so I was picking up on that, right? Yeah, and then as far as for the drive-by with Michelle on Saturdays that we do with Bold Brave TV Network, yeah, they were making it very difficult, uh huh, <laughs> for us to be able to continue with that. Well, as you can see. You know, we're, we're out of that. The case study got closed, okay? The case got closed. I'm just bringing you all the tidbits, the little patterns, the red flag things that we can pick up on a lot quicker when we observe them in their natural environment, okay? Yep, they were making it very, they're trying to make it difficult for us to be able to continue with God's work and, and our purpose and things like that. They wanted to try to cripple me and make me dependent on them, thinking that, they were going to be able to isolate me. God said, no, honey child. No, Michelle Dickey is not to be isolated anymore. No, we have work to do. That's right. To help you all with trauma healing and spiritual growth, getting closer to God. That's right. And see, that's another classic example of how these narcissistic abusers continue to underestimate the power of God. Yep, underestimating the power of God is the biggest mistake. Well, other than, that's right, walking around as though they've got a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, meaning the God spirit within, right? underestimating the power of God. And the more they continue to do that, the more they screw up. And that's that. So they're going to perish. God tells us that. They're going to perish, and they're going to perish quick. Yeah. Just wait. See, anytime one of the devil's fine monkey narcissistic abusers tried to take out a true chosen one, oh, God takes that personally, y'all. Oh, yeah, he does. And we don't have to do nothing. Remember, vengeance belongs to the Lord. So God will take care of it. Absolutely, 100%. Y'all, he does. And God will make sure. Well, the enemy will make sure they get demonically demoted because what they did did not work. But God will make sure, along with that, that they will perish anyway. Because we know that that woman just putting on a show, just putting on a show, thinking that we weren't catching on. <laughs> Again, don't underestimate the power of God. And I will tell you this. If any of y'all have had the forensic training, yes, the enemy is always going to underestimate that too. I believe the enemy thought that I had forgotten. And I really hadn't forgotten. It was just kind of put to the side briefly for a little bit. But I think the enemy was under the impression I had forgotten about my forensic training. No, because I'm still in it. 
still there and I have not forgotten. After all, I put together the course at CHA Academy, how the trauma bond is formed based off of not just God's wisdom, but the basic scientific facts from my forensic toxicology course or courses there. you Okay, better yet, because that's what I've got a master's in. It's forensic toxicology. So that's how come I can bring God's wisdom and basic scientific facts together for you all to understand what's going on inside the brain and the body during the trauma bonding process. Since I can bring that to you all, what does that tell you about myself? Well, that Jesse thought that they were trauma bonding me, excuse me. And I, when I realized that, I busted out laughing. I said, when I loaded up my car, and I got up the road. I said, oh my goodness, they thought they had me trauma bonded. Wait, you know, I think I, somebody's got a shirt that says, just say no to the trauma bond, don't they? I find it comical that these narcissistic abusers just don't get it. They just do not understand the fact that when we break the trauma bond to the world, we're not going to get easily, no, it's going to be impossible to get trauma bonded to anyone or anything else again, seriously. Because we can sense it. We can sense when, ooh, real quick story time. I sent, I went to view an apartment. Don't worry, y'all. We, we're, hey, we're on it. God, God got this, okay? So just hang tight, hang tight, hang tight, all right? Because it, God's working it out. It's all in our favor, okay? But I went, I looked, I took a tour of another place. And I did, I sensed that a kind of a pull. And it, it reminded me of the trauma bond, like an unhealthy attachment kind of feeling. I was like, ooh, we don't need to be there. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that's how that worked, okay? Because I did, I sensed it. You know, at first I was really thinking, hey, you know what? I don't mind that rule. I don't mind that rule. I don't mind that rule. It actually fits. Wait a minute, hold up a second. What were you sensing in the spiritual? God needed me to remember that. Like, hold on a second. Because the enemy was trying to trick me into putting all my eggs in one basket. See, we don't do that. All right, y'all. Seriously, keep on keeping on. All right, as always. Yeah, if you've got any questions and you catch this on the replay and you leave those in the comments below, I will get to those as soon as possible. And a huge thank you to all for your patience. If you have made comments and I have not gotten to them yet across any platform, hang tight. All right, I'm... I've got to do a maintenance <laughs> here soon, all right, where I'm going to have to go through manually because I don't always get the notification, all right? It's just, hey, listen, it's the tech world. It is what it is, all right? So if you have not heard back from me and you've left a question or what have you, hang tight. I appreciate it. We will get to it eventually. And just like the email, you know, I always will typically get back to you via email you know, within the first few days, all right? You got to give it at least a few days. Sometimes those things, whatever, okay? That's <laughs> just what it is, all right? So I appreciate that. And, you know, yeah, seriously, don't hesitate to reach out if you've got any questions. That's what we're here for. I am Michelle Dickey, your host for CHA's Truth Seeker Podcast, streaming on the YouTube channel, Narcissism and Cognitive Dissonance. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Till next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father. And you keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen.